You're listening to the Digital Insurance Agent Podcast. In each episode, we explore the latest trends, tools, and strategies for growing your insurance agency in the digital age. Join host Carl Willis, a seasoned financial services digital marketing consultant, as he interviews industry experts, shares success stories, and provides actionable tips to help you stay ahead of the curve and build a successful and sustainable insurance agency in today's ever-evolving market. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, this show is the ultimate guide to help you modernize your business and thrive in the digital world. Hey everyone, it's Carl with Agent Branding and Marketing, and today I'm joined by Paul Cashman, State Farm Agent from Santa Barbara, California. I've had the privilege of getting to know Paul for the last couple of years and thought he would be a great interview uh, for those of you out there that are wanting to uh, build a solid agency. And uh, so, Paul, thanks for joining us today. Great to be here, Carl. Thanks for Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So let's uh, just jump right in. Tell us a little bit about uh, yourself, what led you to become an agent, how long you've been in the business, and we'll go from there. Great. Yeah, happy to do it. So for me, I was born into it. My father, Jim Cashman, he was the first uh, agent here in Santa Barbara. Um, he was uh, he came on board as a career agent with the company uh, back in the uh, 50s. And so I think I'm probably an agent today because of, well, because of my father. I'm one of 11. I have 10 brothers and sisters that were all born in the Santa Barbara area. And uh, I think I just wanted to hang out with dad more. So I I was working in with dad in his office in grade school and high school. They actually had an insurance major down at San Diego State. And uh, 41 years later, Carl, I'm still here uh, uh, as a, a local agent in the Santa Barbara area. Yeah, fantastic. So uh, what have you seen? So in 41 years, what would you say are the, the biggest changes you've experienced as an agent during that time? Uh, other than the fact that I had here when I started 41 years ago, I think the biggest the biggest change is technology for sure. I mean, before computers, uh, we conduct business with our clients by paper. We had to get these little notices, policies been billed, policies been paid policy lapsed, policy reinstated, all these little pieces of paper, big envelopes. Then it went to microfiche, and then it went to computers. So, I mean, the technology has really changed, and what's changed with it is the customer's expectations, right? I mean, this is before fax machines and scanning. Uh, you know, it, it was that the customer expectations aren't what it is today. Today, they want it now, right? And so what that done has done to us is because of the change in technology and they want it now, uh, we've just had to become more customer centric, right? Um, we have to do business with how they want to do business with us, whether that's, uh, you know, in person, uh, you know, in the office, whether it's by phone, whether it's by email, whether it's by a Zoom-like call, by text, however they want to do business, we have to do business with them. And so that's really changed a lot of our calls uh, and meetings, prospects or existing clients, Carl, today, more of them are Zoom-like calls like we're having this morning than we've ever had before. So 
that technology has really changed my business. Yeah. So when you first were, were starting, would you say you were doing more belly to belly type, uh, handshake, face to face type business? hundred percent. I mean, it was all that way. People were used to doing business that way. And that was just the nature of, of our business. So face to face, it was, it, it was, um, we built, I built my book on ref, primarily on referrals, right? Sure. We did yellow page advertising. We did a lot of direct mail. Um, this is again, before computers. So there wasn't, uh, the social media game hadn't even started yet. Uh, but we've always tracked the sources of our new business and referrals. Even today, referrals is still our number one. But the social media and digital marketing, it's it's right there today. It's a big part of how we uh, how we approach growing the business today. It's a it's a big part of our business. Okay, so that brings us into a, an interesting question. You know, how have you had to evolve in your own thinking and your own processes? Uh, with this changing environment, this this technology change, uh, to make sure that your agencies are still growing, uh, even though you're having to use new methodologies to get there. So yeah, today is kind of a hybrid of the, the old, you know, whether whatever it is, uh, get, be involved in the community, right? Direct mail, uh, some TV and and radio, but not so much. Uh, we've really pulled back on yellow page advertising, but now we're leaning heavily into digital branding, digital marketing. Uh, and with your help, it's it's made a big impact uh, on my business. What I'm trying to do with my digital spend is when people are going into that mode of shop mode, right? And they're starting to do their research, which is now online. I mean, everyone Googles, they're looking for ratings, they're looking for reviews, they're learning online to make their decision on purchase. And I want Paul Cashman, I want I want to be front of present. I want to be front of mind. Uh, when that prospect is looking to make a purchase decision, I want to be in their face, right? And that's all digital. That's it's I'm building Paul Cashman's brand. So I'm there, I'm relevant when they're ready to make that buying decision. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, I, I kind of want to dive into that a little more. Because uh, I know that's really your strategy is is developing that brand. And one of the things that I see so often with agents is they haven't figured out what their brand is. So how did you figure out what the Paul Cashman brand needed to look like? And, and could you describe that to us? Sure. So um, this might this piece might be going to uh, agents or brokers other than just uh, the company I work with, and I I'm probably shouldn't mention the company I work with. I may just say we write more cars and homes than any other company in the industry. Um, so my brand, right? So I'm trying to differentiate myself, Paul Cashman, from the industry leader, right? So it's not just about parent company; it's about Paul Cashman, parent company. And I just do that through, uh, again, through a number of things that used to be more traditional uh, involvement in the community. I'm still very involved in the community, be it the chambers or the, you know, the first responders raising money for cops and firemen or, or helping out with the, those in need. So community involvement is a, is a very big thing for me. But then again, this digital spend of, of making sure that I have that online digital presence in the community. And so I'm trying to brand Paul Cashman. It's not like I'm trying to sell anything digitally. It just doesn't work for me that way. Some agents have been able to do it. I haven't, but I want to brand Paul 
to stand out in the community as Paul. So when they're searching, they see the major companies out there, They and I, but I'm right there. And so out of the other dozen or so agents in my area, I'm the one they click to go to. Okay. So so let me dive into that a little more. So so when a person sees Paul Cashman, what are the things you want to to have them register with? So so what are the things they should be associating with Paul Cashman? Is there some some values or some uh some things that you're trying to communicate in that brand that you want them to immediately associate with your name? Yes, I, I think the community involvement is something I uh, we definitely try to do. So community involvement, a trusted name in the community, a legacy in the community. Um, uh, so a, uh, uh, a relationship with a with trust. So I'm trying to put trust, legacy, community. If that's my what I'm trying to present through my any of my marketing, particularly my digital marketing spend. I want those to come out with a with a highly highly skilled, robust, trained team that they can rely on for support of their insurance needs. Fantastic. But trust trust is the biggest thing. Trust and culture is what I'm trying to present in my personal Paul Cashman brand. Okay, good. And, and you kind of hit on this, but let's let's dive into this a little further. What role do you think digital marketing should play in an agent's business these days? Uh, you know, it's just become, a, it's it's everything that we do now. Just this morning, I had a meeting with my team talking about, hey, I need your help, you know, with Google reviews, with the, these various platforms, Facebook reviews. This is what, you know, th there's no better way for me to create an online presence, increase my SEO than these reviews. And I'm asking my team to do it. it it's, it's just such an inter integral part of what we do now that I don't know how you could do business without it. I think it's just part of what we need to do. It's not the only way we do business. Still referral is a, is a big part of my business, but it's just, uh, it's right there along with referral. This digital presence is, it's the new normal. Yeah, absolutely. And, and as you're describing, you know, you're seeing multiple facets of that digital environment that you have to utilize uh, just because you're, you're, you know, prospective customer is everywhere. They're on social media. They're on Google. They're all over the place, and and that ever present uh, brand is so critical. And you brought up something else. I kind of want to dive into because your your philosophy on digital marketing is is kind of unique amongst a lot of clients. You realize that, that brand is just as critical for driving business. In fact, probably more critical. Than just going for that immediate conversion with with ad spin and things like that. So I'd like you to kind of talk about how you really arrived at that philosophy in your your marketing. Yeah, again, I think my might be part of it that I I've been around longer. I am older school and I built my book based on community and community relationships, uh, a local name. I have I do have friends that have done the digital spin wanting immediate gratification. I mean, if people go online and they're buying right there. And that that's really, that's great. Sometimes that happens, but that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, again, build that Paul Cashman brand, Paul Cashman parent company, but they're thinking Paul Cashman first, the local community guy. And so when they're there, when they're in that buying decision, which isn't usually today, I mean, sometimes it is, but a lot of times they're just surfing around and I, I, I pop up, right? And I'm just integrated 
I, I get people tell me all the time, I, you know, I see you everywhere. And I ask them where, and they can't tell me exactly where, but I'm just everywhere. And so it's that brand that I'm trying to build, especially the digital brand. I'm just spending into it, not looking for an immediate return, but again, being first and foremost when they come to that that buying decision, when they're do, online doing homework, trying to de- decide what they want, what they need. I want to be relevant. I want to be present. Good. And, and let me ask you this, just in your experience, do you find you get a better quality of customer taking that approach? Yeah, no, no question about it. My my whole uh, book is built on the bundle, right? From, you know, most of my income is that auto, home, umbrella, life, health, retirement. But it all comes through that initial bundle. And and uh, so we're not leading with single cars. Uh, we're not leading with single cars trying to get a renters or leading with cars trying to get a renters trying to get a life. We do get some of that, but it's not how I build it. We try to build it through primarily through the home, get the home, the car, the umbrella, the life, the retirement. So it's, again, about the bundle. Not not one's required to get the other, but that's just the way it works out. We sit down and do a comprehensive, we call it a simple conversation with our prospects and clients as to what's important to them. Where are you at today? Where's the gaps? What's the, where, you know, what can we provide to you to help fill those gaps? And so it, it is a better, I am in that household and I, I'll, I'll write anybody, anybody's insurance. I don't care what their ethnicity or their financial background is, but it is a deeper household if you're in with the with the home, with the car, with the umbrella, with the financial service products. Good. Yeah, I, I think you brought up a, a real critical thing, and I'm going to hone in on this for a minute. I, I call it the spider web concept. If all you've got is one relationship, it's too easy to leave you. Uh, as soon as you start to add those other relationships, you become very sticky. Uh, becomes hard for somebody to really want to want to leave. But you've got to build that trust factor, and I think that's where your branding is is so critical, Paul. That's what I like about what you do. You you've come to that that realization and and I wish more agents would grab hold of this that if they can build that no like and trust factor it's easier to capture that entire household and retain it um and, and it's a longer term relationship absolutely yeah uh you know there's a lot of study on um the deeper you get into the household the more products and more diversity of products the stickier that household becomes no question and for the company the more profitable uh, that household becomes. So for all the reasons we do try to go deep into the household, it's a t- the thing about this business, you know, it, it, it talked about, you know, a new agent getting into the business starting out today. Um, you know, what, what's my takeaway from 41 years in the business and share with you, it's, it's, it's not, a, as you, as you know, if you're a newer agent, it's not a get rich quick business, right? This thing is challenging, but the, Nature of our income is powerful. There's nothing like it that I've come across out there. The residual nature, the residual income of our business is powerful. I mean, you could be a brain surgeon, but you only make maybe make a lot of money as long as your hands are in someone's brain where we're making money. I'm making money while I'm talking with you, Carl. So, and it goes up every year. So if you're a new agent, I'd say, I know it's scary lean into it, do the digital spend, build your brand, uh, but work hard on it. Put in the time now because uh, it's worth it. Uh, it, it. It's just absolutely worth it. It's hard to see at times, but stay with it and work hard. Yeah, excellent. 
Well, and, and that's uh, just a great place. And I, I'm glad you went there. You know, where, where do we, where do you start out as that new agent? How do I get to where Paul's at? And, uh, you know, what people don't see is the hard work behind us, uh, you know, through the years that, that builds that momentum. Uh, but but I wholeheartedly agree with you. There's nothing like that residual income uh, getting paid when you're you're off doing something else uh, is is wonderful. So the final question I've got for you, just because we've got a lot of agents we work with that are in that uh, you know ten to twenty year range of tenure, they've kind of hit a ceiling. Uh, and, and in your experience, how do you break through that ceiling and get to the next stage? Yeah, great question. Uh, so the first 20 years of my business, right, the first half of my career, I mean, I was nothing special. I was mediocre at best. I was a, you know, big fish in a small pond, but I was just comparing myself to other local agents, uh, not really realizing there's a whole other world out there from coast to coast of agents that have really taken this opportunity to the next level. I mean, really broken through and really at top of game. So I just didn't know what I didn't know. And well, 15, 20 years ago, I was under financial stress. I had a slope failure on my property, uninsured. I mean, I thought I was going to go bankrupt at one point, had kids in private school. I mean, I wasn't growing. I was not enjoying my work, was not enjoying life. And so I, out of necessity, I had to reinvent myself. And um, sometimes that that's what it took me. I, I had to, I didn't have a choice. And I did it through um, working with other agents, agent study groups, agents training, just a commitment to engage, to learn, to be better at my business. And, and because of that, today, in the last 20 years have been amazing. Top of my game, top of the, in the company. So I'm another topper, you know, you got pretty, anyway, cut up probably in top 5% of agents nationwide. But it came through a choice. And through that choice of, to reinvent myself, I had to get really uncomfortable. I get comfortable with reinventing myself to work hard, to choose to compete, to choose to win, and then choose to have fun. The rewards started coming. We're, now we traveled the world with the company. Uh, we're making money. This business has taken on a life of its own. I mean, it's going to go up every year, whether I participate or not. I enjoy the work. I am working hard but I wouldn't have to if I chose not to. So it's really been worth the effort. And for those of you that have hit that wall, maybe you're in that um, mid spot of your career where you're not where you hope to be, uh, choose to re-engage, choose to fight, choose to, comp to compete. And uh, it's never too late. It's worth the effort. And uh, feel free to call me anytime. I'm easy to find. Paul Cashman, Santa Barbara, and happy to share what, uh, you know, with the fun and engagement uh, and what I've learned after the last 41 years in business. So anytime, give me a call. Excellent. And, and that just kind of gives me a springboard. One more question. When you went to reinvent yourself, did you find that you had to, to, to put some resources behind that as well? Spend some money to, to learn what you didn't know? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Well, again, I was in trouble financially uh, at that particular time, uh, literally sold my house to keep the kids in private school and went into a rental. I mean, today we have a, you know, nice house uh, on the foothills of Santa Barbara looking at the uh, ocean and at the island. So it turned out okay, but it was scary. 
and I didn't have the resources. So the resource I had was my time, my energy, and really look hard at my and who I'm working with. But then as I pulled myself out of that, income started flowing. I put it all back in. I mean, Carl, I put everything I made back into the business, figuring that what where else can I get the kind of return of investment that I would get if I put it back into my agency. So yeah, I spend, I still spend into it. I, sp- I spend crazy money into my agency to keep that growth going. I like to grow. I like to win. But the the reality is the more I spend, the more it grosses. And now it's like, you know, my net is such that I'm not under, I am not under financial pressure today. So it was worth the spend and it's definitely worth the, the remake and re-engagement. Excellent. And uh, fi- final question for you and we'll wrap it up. You know, everybody wants to know what's the secret sauce. So uh, if you were to answer that question, what's the, what's the secret sauce? So the secret sauce I would say is uh, team, uh, having the right team, working with a team. Now that has not been easy for me, have putting together and maintaining the right team. Um, and so it really starts at the basics, right? What is, who are you? What's your brand? What's your culture, right? What's your culture within the office? So people that come to work with with us, what can they anticipate? You know, do they do they want to come to work? You know, is this they want to be part of our brand, our culture? And if you have the wrong person in the in the on the team, one person could really screw it up. So I've I've had a lot of turnover in the years uh, because it's hard to know really if they're going to fit or not. But that's okay as long as you're constant. I'm always recruiting, always recruiting, always hiring, and always trying to keep that team, the right team, the right team balanced together. And once you have, whether it's one or two people you're working with or 10 to 20 people you work with, that team, the culture of the team, and your brand, is it's everything. So I think any one thing, the secret sauce is building the team. Very good. Any final comments, Paul? No, other than Carl, uh, I've, uh, since I've come to work with you, uh, it's been nothing but up on my uh, social uh, marketing digital presence, and it's been career changing, game changing for me. I appreciate all you do for me, for my agency, for my clients. So, been nothing but positive, and I encourage any of you watching this to reach out to Carl and and engage with what he's doing because it's uh, it's been a game changer for me. Well, we appreciate that, Paul, and appreciate your time today. I'm going to shut off our recording here.